Hello, Stacey. Hello, Mum. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Well, I was going to say I'm all right, but Belle, the lovely dog, has been helping me with my slimming. It's nice of her. Earlier, I bought a large cherry bakewell cake. Cost me five pounds. And uh, Mm. I thought we'd have that for tea, Belle and me. When I got back... Yes. Belle had got into the cupboard for me and ripped the box up into tiny pieces and hidden the cake. I can't find the cake anywhere. Oh, naughty Belle. I wouldn't mind, but I bet she's been lying there eating cake and watching daytime TV. Oh, she's had a nice afternoon. Well, nothing else has got done, is it? It's not like you've been (laughs) out saving the world, Belle the Wonder Dog, is it? (laughs) I'm going to film her just to make sure that she isn't out saving the world. Well, she's not doing any housework, that's for sure. But now she's got the grumbly belly because she can't have anything lactation. Lactation? With lactation in it. She has to have lactation-free milk. Lactation free. You have to have lactation free, don't you? To stop her lactating. Lactation? What am I thinking then? Lactose free. Oh, lactose. Are you lactose intolerant? I think most things are. We are. But you have soya milk, don't you? Soya milk's lactation free, isn't it? I suppose so. To lactate is when you get milk from a breast. Soya milk's never been lactated, has it? Belle says no. Technically, I suppose. Technically, then, that's lactation-free. There we are, then. I don't think they'll they'll market it that way. But anyway, I would like to talk about some decent dogs that don't steal cake, Aww. even if it is to save you from fatness. Are we going to do an episode just about good dogs, then? Good dogs. Bad dogs. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Belle is a bad dog. <laughs> okay. So should we uh should we play the jingle? Here we go then. Oh, before we start, mm-hmm. actually, I've got a couple of questions. Okay, what what are your questions? Uh, you can think about them while the jingle's playing. So, question one: Who were Dookie and Jane? Yeah, uh, we are doing a dog episode, so it might give you a clue. They're not cats. <laughs> and the other question is: What do two out of three dog owners um, admit to letting? in their dogs do okay we'll have a think about it play the jingle we'll have the answers after deep from the jungle of the african congo to the concrete jungle of the garden bungalow you'll find two ladies full of nonsense and laughs making a podcast called rough to run so, yeah. who do you think Dookie and Jane were? Dookie and Jane? Are they famous dogs? Their descendants are very famous. Oh, are they like the Adam and Eve of dogs? The Adam and Eve of dogs? No, maybe not. Their descendants belong to a certain person. I'm not sure about that one. All right, I'm going to let you think about it just a little bit longer. Okay. Two out of three... Dog owners let their dogs do what? I'd say lick their face. No licking faces, that's disgusting. Have another guess. Um, Letting their dogs sleep in their bed. That is right, they let them sleep in the bed. Not that I do. Oh, she's in bed. (laughs) But yes, two out of three admit to letting them sleep on the bed. Three quarters let them sleep on the sofa, sit on the sofa. Okay. And Dookie and Jane were the first of the Queen's 
corgis. Oh, how long ago was that? One was given to her. Yeah. And one was given to her sister Margaret when they were teenagers. And they've started the the line of all the other royal corgis. And were they Welsh corgis? Well, in Welsh, yeah, the name corgi just means little dog. Oh, okay. And the queen is actually one of the largest corg- breeders of corgis in the world, I think, now, because the uh, the line was just about dying out. Corgis are quite cute, and they're they're synonymous with the queen. You don't really think of anyone else with them, do you? Have you seen this increasing trend for emotional support animals on planes? They've had dogs and most recently a peacock. What? On a plane, an emotional support peacock? Yes, a woman tried to take a peacock onto a plane saying that it kept her calm. She couldn't be parted from it. They didn't allow it. Did she buy a seat? No. Couldn't she put that peacock in the luggage rack? (laughs) It wouldn't fit. She wanted it on her lap. A lap peacock. Like a lap peacock, yeah. Did it get extra wing room? A peacock's quite a good animal to have in case the plane crashes, though, I suppose. They're, they must be quite buoyant. They're, they look big and floaty, and the bright colours are going to attract uh, rescue planes and things, aren't they? It's just a shame. I don't think they can fly very well, so they're not going to get you out of there. So, Stacy. What have you got to tell me that's really interesting about dogs? Well, I was going to tell you a little bit about the Chinese year of the dog. Chinese New Year, yes. You know, the Chinese New Year, there are 12 animals. I'm a rat. Are you? I looked that up today and it says you're a pig. If I say I'm a rat, I'm a rat. Okay, you're a rat. I was also born in a year of the dog. Are you? Yeah, I am. Which means that my lucky numbers are three, four and nine. And my lucky flowers are rose, orchids and cymidium? What's cymidium? Cymbidium is an orchid. Uh, So just orchids then? I think they mean the both types of orchid. Uh, A phalaenopsis is an orchid that grows in trees without soil, has very long roots hanging over pots. Oh. And a cymbidium is the orchid that grows in the soil. Okay. So I think they're meaning both types of orchids. You know what an orchidectomy is, don't you? Orchidectomy is when you have a testicle removed. That word root sort of O-R-C-K-I-D, orchid, meaning testicle and avocado. What on earth has avocado got to do with testicles? Because it's shaped like testicles. I've never seen a a testicle yet that was soft and green that you can make guacamole from that didn't have to go into a bin. you never been wanted to dip your nachos into a gooey green testicle? Yes, leave my nachos. (laughs) Anyway, Wikipedia says that it comes from a Spanish word, which comes from an Aztec word, and the the word was used with the meaning testicle, probably because of the likeness between the fruit and the body part. So it's not coming from the same etymological source as orchidectomy, orchids, that sort of thing, but it still does mean testicle. So avocado... It's just testicle in another language. It isn't another language, it's Aztec. Aztec. It's Aztecal. <laughs> That's what language it is. Aztecal. See? So what's gonads then? Um, well, it's nothing to do with dogs, so let's carry on. 
next stop will be Rough Giraffe. When children were ill, they used to cut off some of their hair and wrap it in some bread and feed it to the dog. Feed the hair to the dog? Why? Because they said that the illnesses that the child had would be passed to the dog. Ah, And then the child would be cured. So I think if you had half a dozen children with all the same illness and you kept trying to make the dog eat hair, he would start coughing up in a corner some hairball. Yeah. And you might think, oh, look, there's the dog being ill and all he's doing is choking. Uh, I don't think it's going to make the child any better. No, you're just clogging up your dog. But there is the other one of where you snip off a piece of dog's hair and wrap it in a piece of bread and eat it yourself. If you've been ill or hungover, I think that's hair of the dog. (laughs) I don't know whether you have to eat the hair of a specific dog. Of course you do. You have to eat the hair of the dog that bites you. Everyone knows that. And then drink a glass of vodka. Anyway, I have a question for you. Yeah? I wondered if you could tell me, do dogs dream like we dream? Is there any research to say that dogs dream the same as we dream? Oh, I don't know that. Belle makes hardly any noise when she's awake, but when she's asleep, she whimpers and barks and she runs for miles. So I'm wondering if she's dreaming or, you know, what's what's the answer to that? She's obviously having a really exciting dream. I'm looking at a website called Psychology Today and they say that the brains of dogs are similar to those of humans and the sleep brainwave patterns of dogs are also similar to that of people. So it's all consistent with the idea that dogs are dreaming. Do uh, cats dream, by the way? I don't remember. Yeah, cats dream. Kipper and Pose are always chirruping and running in their sleep. I don't know I don't know what they're chasing, but they're always sort of You know when dogs do a poo? Yeah. They like to do it in line with the Earth's magnetic field. What? That's weird. I know, but nearly 80% of dogs poo in the line of the magnetic field. Does it help you find your way? Does it, like, always point north? Or in our garden, in line with the shed. (laughs) Maybe you're going to find a big magnet in there that's attracting all the poo towards it. I'll be surprised if I open the door and the magnetic field is in the shed. (laughs) You know, we were talking about... Cats having to have their whiskers because if they were cut, they would lose all their spatial awareness. Yeah. And we didn't know about dogs, but I did a bit of research on that. Oh, okay. And I found that dogs do indeed need their whiskers, but it would be more useful if they'd lost their sight. Oh. It gives them um, a sense of their surroundings, but they use it as air currents to work out how fast something is going past them. Yeah. Or whether they've come to a gap in a fence or a gate. Their whiskers are like little tiny hands feeling along the wall. Do they use them for anything else? They use them for spatial awareness and they use this mostly at night or if their eyesight is very poor or they go blind. They can trot along quite nicely with somebody um, if they can feel that they're there. So maybe they should start making whiskers for blind people instead of giving them white sticks. Do you want me to tell you about a dog that was stolen by an eagle? (gasps) 
What little dog snatched by an eagle? So, this is from a couple of weeks ago. It was in the news. Little dog snatched by hungry eagle. Felipe Rodriguez says he thought he was hallucinating when an eagle snatched his sister's little dog from her yard. It flapped its massive wings and disappeared over the trees. Zoe was a eight pounds freest little tiny dog uh, was taken from the garden just eagle just swooped down and took the dog they said it seemed like something from the wizard of oz sorry that's a terrible accent they're supposed to be from pennsylvania so little dog gone that's it the family were distraught they went searching for the dog they couldn't find it anywhere and then dun 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 find out after the break what happens so they got a call that afternoon from someone that found the dog four miles away christina hartman said she was driving on a snow-covered back road when she spotted a furry white lump and pulled over to investigate. She noticed a little frozen dog with icicles hanging from all over. She scooped him up, wrapped him in a blanket, gave him some chicken soup. She's going to keep him, and then she noticed on Facebook someone said, they said, an eagle has stolen our dog, and that was it. They gave back the dog, and Zoe, the Bichon Fries, is fine. She had a little adventure, gone off with an eagle. She's back, and she's fine. When that eagle took that little dog home, all that fluff, can you just imagine what his wife said? What are you doing, Nigel, bringing home soft furnishings? You can't (laughs) eat it. I'm not picking it clean. There'll be nothing on it when you've got all that fluff out. Yeah, to be like, oh, what is that? Oh, well, I hope little Zoe is all happy and keeps an eye out for eagles snatchy eagles hey you yeah you you got something to say then say it here email us at roughgiraffepodcast at gmail.com twitter at roughgiraffepod instagram at roughgiraffepodcast search us on facebook for rough giraffe subscribe and review us on itunes and podbean A piece of dog info on dog feet. Go for it. The Norwegian Lundhund, Lundhound, is the only dog that has six toes on each feet. And another piece of dog foot info Mm -hmm. is that the Newfoundland is the only dog that has webbed feet. Do you think they developed webbed feet or they always had webbed feet? Well, I expect, Stacey that uh, they used to be related to ducks, Newfoundlands, possibly in the same way that avocados used to be related to orchids. In an Aztec way. If a dog howls in an otherwise silent night... And there's no one to hear that howl, did it even howl in the first place? That is supposed to be the omen of death. And it was said that if a dog howled continuously outside of the house of a person who wasn't well, that was an omen of death too. Which I can probably vouch for that because if a dog was howling outside my house continually when I wasn't feeling very well, I would almost certainly go outside and make sure that it met its omen of death. Aww. Black dogs always seem to be associated with bad luck 
in the same way black cats are? I don't know. Are cats... Oh, no, are black cats bad luck or good luck? Bad luck, I thought. Why are black dogs bad? If you let a black dog follow you home, that was bad as well. If a black dog followed you home, would you think, oh, that's bad luck? Or would you be like, come on in, mate? I don't know how you can stop a dog from following you home, really. But I think the bad luck there would be if it was a large dog followed you home and needed a lot of food. (laughs) Now, in Scotland, if a stray dog walks into your house, that's supposed to be lucky because it means that a a new friend is not far behind. Behind it? You mean like its owner? In the north of England especially, there's lots of stories about large black dogs roaming on moorlands and in the fells, Mm. roaming with red or wild shining eyes and huge paws that don't leave any prints in the mud. They don't usually get seen by anybody. No. Uh, It's always a stormy night when they're out, so they're obviously dogs of very large body and very little sense. (laughs) Do you think they're wild dogs or wolves or people's imaginations? Yes, I think it it would be Guinness mostly. (laughs) Okay. But who's to say? I saw a polecat on Exmoor once. On ecstasy? Oh, on Exmoor. <laughs> Sorry. Hashtag just saying. Are there any other coloured dogs that are good or bad? No, if you meet spotty mm. dogs, black and white spotty dogs on your way to a meeting, uh, that's supposed to be a very good omen for your business meeting ahead. Just be careful there aren't another hundred Dalmatians behind it. On the Isle of Man, they say the black dogs are the ghosts of wicked souls. Yet in other countries, they are said to be friends and protectors from evil. They need to come up with a consensus. They need to decide if they're friends with black dogs or they're not friends with black dogs. The dogs are getting confused. Stopwatch ready! Mum, ready! It's time for... Mum's Minute Record! Now then, I'm going to be having a record attempt later on. I don't quite know what it is yet, but a record attempt for a new world record. Do you want to hear about a dog world record? I would like to hear some. I'm going to tell you about the world record and you can try and guess what the record is. The longest time for a dog to lick a person's face. Oh, before I answer that... Can I just check? The face was not smeared in something like peanut butter to start with, was it? Because it's well known that dogs will lick your face all day if you smear it in peanut butter. Ugh. No, there's no peanut butter. What's your guess? Eight minutes. It is 25 minutes and 27 seconds. Do you think the world record stopped because the owner just couldn't stand it anymore or because the dog got fed up? His face (laughs) fell off or the tongue fell out. One of those two things happened. Can you imagine sitting there for that long and just letting the dog go at it? So anyway, should we get on with your world record? The world record this week has been suggested by the guys at the Full Start podcast. Okay. 
And they would like you to try and say the most words possible in a minute. Most words in a minute? World record at the moment is is 260 words a minute. 260, good grief. Who did that? Eminem. So what did he do? He did one of his raps. Oh. So maybe you can try rapping. Do you know any rap songs? Um, I know, um, I know Gangster's Paradise. You know all the words? No, Yeah, okay, yeah, I know that. Okay, let's do Gangster's Paradise then. Okay, well, I'll give it a go. No, I haven't got Jeremy with me today. Um, well, no, Jeremy, that's okay. I would rather we do this as a sort of um, a practice run. Okay. And if it's any good, we can get Jeremy back and we can do it again. I'm not holding out much hope, but we'll give it a go, all right? Just for fun, this one, then. Jeremy can always have a listen and he can adjudicate, uh, I was going to say posthumously, but that's not the right word, uh, retrospectively. So, are you ready? On your marks, get set. Go. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my yeah, life and realise there's nothing left. Because I've been blasting and laughing so long that even my mama thinks my mind is gone. I ain't never a man that didn't deserve it. Maybe treated like a punk, you oh know that's all I on. You better watch how you're talking, where you walk, or you and your homies might be lined in chalk. I'll be here to strip, but I gotta look as I see myself in the pistol smoke. Whoa! I'm on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the street. Oh, yeah. Keep spending most of my lives living in a gangster's paradise. Wow! Oh my! <coughs> that was amazing. <coughs> You've been going it. Oh, I need a bit of breath. <laughs> but you didn't think you had it in me, did you, Stacey? I didn't think you had that in you. I you had a bit of a slow start, and I thought you're never going to make it through. But well, that, that that was that was good to give that a go. Run that past Jeremy so he can count the words. But I'm sure you you must have uh, you must have beat the world record with that. Uh, so M and M meet your right out. This is M R M now. M U M mum. M R M. If anybody else has any suggestions for world records that they want mum to attempt, then let us know on Twitter at Rough Giraffe Pod. I I don't mind, but are there any uh, world records that we can do that only take half a minute? You're getting exhausted with a whole minute's worth, are you? Wearing me out. (laughs) A minute's a long time in world record attempts. It's longer than you think a minute. We've had the foot suck in, and now this. Not going to have any puff left for anything else. Perhaps we could do something like bananas next. What do you want to do with bananas? I, I think I'd like to eat them. I can put 14 off them in a smoothie and drink it in one go. Is that any good to you? Mm. I like takes less than 30 seconds. I'll have a look for next time and see if there's any banana records. Okay, that'll be brilliant. It's time for... Uh, rough Giraffe. So you say that Labradors and Retrievers are the most popular breed of dog in this country? I didn't. When did I say that? I thought you just said that. 
I didn't. Well, who did I hear say it then? I've got no idea. Why would I think it? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, they are the most popular breed of dog in this country, Labradors and Retrievers. Uh, so I'll say it now, shall I? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I just said it, didn't I? Well, I'm confused now. Did you tell me that dogs have 42 teeth? No. Ten more than humans? No. I didn't tell you that at all. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe I'm channeling dog info. Did you tell me about the dog getting electrocuted when it weed up the lamppost? No. Our lamppost electrified. Well, it's got a light in, so there's electric coming to it from somewhere. So he must have weed uh, into it. I suppose a light, a loose wire might very well cause a connection. However, the the uric acid that's in dog's wee is very strong, but it uh, corrodes certain types of lamppost. Oh, okay. Anyway, this dog did get electrocuted by doing a wee up the lamppost. Oh. And I have a feeling it was in Nottingham or Derby. Right. Uh, but it was so, it concerned people so much at the time that Derby Council, I think, spent £75,000 for somebody to do a survey to make sure that the lampposts were not corroding, and, but if, if they were, what to do about it. What a great use of taxpayers' money. And then in Croatia, there was an accident caused by some lampposts actually actually collapsing because of the corrosion from the dog wee. So it's a real thing. I wonder how many times a dog has to wee on a lamppost for it to corrode. I mean, some dogs have habits, don't they? So they'll wee against the same lamppost every time you take them out. Belle has a ritual where she goes to the toilet in the same place and she does a wee in the same place. Yeah. And even though there's lots of dogs walking past, that does not seem to bother her. Yeah. But goodness me, if another dog comes along and wheezes in Belle's spot, or even, I can't even mention what will happen if they poo (laughs) in the same spot, we have to do a complete... A walk of the entire car park and all the way around the garden centre, we have to mark all the territory, territory all over again. Every lamppost, every fence post. You're saying we? Does that mean you're helping her? I mean, it's okay for me. I've got a large bladder. I can go all day. But Belle, we have to stop several times so she can have a drink. Just so she can refill. Poor thing must be dehydrated. Quite often we have to stop halfway so that we can have a cup of tea where Belle can have her lactation-free milk. And then she's on her way again, whizzing round. Thank you to everyone that sent us pictures of their dogs. People were sending us pictures of their dogs now and then when they were little puppies and they were so cute. There was little Riley, he was cute, sent in by Giles and... Zombie Kitty sent us pictures of Archie, who was a cute little black dog. I thought Archie was super cute. And um, Dee Dee sent us pictures of Alfie and Mary. They were all, all so cute. Right, Stacey. I believe that the lovely Paul has sent us a little bit of info about his dogs. The wonderful Paul is from the Varmints podcast, which is all about animals. And if you haven't listened to it yet... You are really missing out. So let's hear Paul tell us about his dogs. 
Hello, Stacy. Hello, Mom. Hello, Bell and Kipper. This is your old buddy Paul down here in Florida. I hope you guys are doing okay. Hey, about dogs. So I was wondering how many dogs you've owned in your life and which one was your favorite. As for me, I didn't own a dog until I was in my mid-20s because I was not allowed to have pets when I grew up. So all our dogs have been rescue dogs. They've all come from the dog pound where there are unwanted animals that can be adopted. So we've adopted all of our pets. And the first one we adopted was a pit bull and he was wonderful. His name was Storm. And then we adopted a boxer mix named Allie. And she was a little more challenging because she had some health problems and she was a little bit needy as far as attention. And then when she passed away a few months ago, we got another rescue dog and her name is Nisha. And she is part Black Lab and part something else. I don't know what else that something else is. We have to get a little doggy DNA test and, and do that to see what's in her. But she's completely black. Nisha is the Sanskrit word for, for night. So that's why she's named that. She's a puppy and she's getting bigger and bigger and she is kind of a lot. So, so yeah, she tests our patients sometimes, but we know that she'll calm down as she gets a little bit older. But I want to hear about the dogs that you've owned and if you've had favorite dogs. So we had Socks and Patch was Socks's baby. And then we had Bobby. Yeah, and Sophie. And then you got Belle. Well, we got socks because the millman just happened to have a couple of puppies in the milk float, as you do. Of course. So I went to get a pint of milk, or was it half a dozen eggs? Whatever it was, it wasn't a puppy. And there was a couple of little puppies on the seat. <laughs> Aww. So uh, we got one. And then we got Bobby. She was a, she was a stray. She was locked. She was tied up outside the shop somebody had left her and she was there all day so i took her home and she was the best dog we ever had sorry bell bell is a lovely dog but bobby was a lovely dog and then sophie was bobby's puppy so it's been a long time since we had any dogs until i got bell and bell is is lovely as well and I'm amazed that she's as well-behaved as she is. So, there you go. I'm hoping that answers your question, Paul. Thank you, Paul. And don't forget, you can find Paul on the Varmints podcast. Uh, and I'm not sure if he's done a dog episode, but I know they've done foxes and I know they've done wolves. So go and check out those episodes. Hey there, who's that? What's the name of the wonky cat? He'll look like an any cat I haven't got time to tell you about the dog that had to have an operation because he had his owner's knickers. And I don't have time to tell you about the rescue dog who got a prosthetic leg made from 3D printing. I'll tell you what I never told you about. What? Dogs in space! Dogs <laughs> in space! Space. Did they ever send cats into space? I don't know. <laughs> I know a, a cat who might know about cats in space. And I think we should get Kipper in here. Hey, Kips, how you doing? <laughs> 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 
Oh, you want to know what we're talking about this week? Well, we're talking about dogs. <coughs> Good dogs, bad dogs, black dogs, spotty dogs, ghost dogs. <coughs> well, we're not doing cats yet. We will do cats, but dogs are dogs are the most popular pet in the UK. <coughs> Sorry, Kipper, I know that we should talk to you when we're planning the episodes. I'm sorry that we got you out of bed to come and talk about dogs. Are you not going to stick around? We want to know about cats in space. (coughs) I've never heard such language. All right, Kipper, we'll leave you alone. I'll let you calm down a bit and we'll bring you back for the cat episode. (coughs) You didn't learn that language from me, that's for sure. Mum, do you know... Now, this isn't dog-related, but... Maybe pirates are known as salty sea dogs. That's where it's connected. But do you know why pirates wear an eye patch? Because they do. (laughs) Is that right? Well, I have heard, whether this is true or not, that it's some way of helping them to navigate in the dark. So they can see better when they go, what do you call it, when you go down into the ship in the um, below decks. So they keep one eye covered so it's always in the dark, so that when they go down inside the ship, they can flip the patch onto the other eye and the, the ones that used to being in the dark. So they're always prepared for the down belows. You have to be prepared for a pirate. I am being prepared for a pirate. Ooh-ah. You do have to be prepared for a pirate. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. See, I've even got a West Country accent now. It's going to be very handy, that is, when I learn to speak Spanish. Buenos nachos, isn't it? <laughs> Does that mean where's the nachos? It's buenos nachos, isn't it, my lover? Lo- lovely nachos. Anyway, listen to what I have to put up with now. What is, <laughs> what is that? This is Belle snoring. Oh my god (laughs) She's worse than you And does Kipper snore with no teeth? Do you have to have teeth to snore? When people haven't got their false teeth in They're all like So Kipper's got like blubber lips Anyway I was actually thinking uh, are Kipper and Poser going to get breast implants now? <laughs> um, breast implants seem a bit excessive. Not breast implants. What am I thinking? Tooth implants. Tooth implants. Are you going to have false teeth? You're going to have tooth implants. Like breast implants, but you can chew more things with them. <laughs> Do you chew things with your breast implants? I think we're done. Well, I'm going to say it's goodbye from me. And goodbye from Belle the lovely dog. And bye, Stacey. And bye, Kipper. Bye, Mum. Bye, Belle. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, then. Bye. Bye. It's the end of the podcast. It is very sad. But tune in again and it won't be so bad. With Mum in the bungalow and Stacey at home. Send us your stories on your smartphone. And then everybody will feel so alone The Rough Giraffe Podcast The Rough Giraffe Podcast This podcast is part of Brit Pod Scene 
an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh,